0: Soul, further, in closer, and TV, you. Hi everybody, welcome to Living Life. The Bible study today is the return of the ark for August 29. And the Bible study today is about worship. It's about the presence of God. And, you know, in the Bible, the Bible teaches us that we need to seek God's presence. In the Psalms, it talks about that we hunger for God the way a deer pants for water. So when you get up in the morning, one of the first things that you want to do as a believer, as a Christian, as a disciple of Christ, is to spend time with Jesus. It's to spend time with God. When we go to church on Sunday, we get our batteries filled. You know, the week goes by. We're busy. We're fighting traffic. We're going to work. And we begin to feel that something is missing, that we're lacking something. And sometimes we can't figure it out. But the most important thing that we need every day in our lives to give us that, that extra boost, to give us that, that energy, to give us a purpose in life, is God's presence and God's Holy Spirit. So today we're going to be reading in First Chronicles chapter. Uh, 13 We're going to be looking at the passage in just a moment. But we're going to find out how King David sought after God's presence. And we want you to seek God's presence every day. So let's look at the passage. 1
1: Chronicles chapter 13 verses 1 through 8. David conferred with each of his officers, the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds. He then said to the whole assembly of Israel, If it seems good to you, and if it is the will of the Lord our God, let us send word far and wide to the rest of our people throughout the territories of Israel, and also to the priests and Levites who are with them in the towns and pasture lands to come and join us. Let us bring the ark of our God back to us, for we did not inquire of it during the reign of Saul. The whole assembly agreed to do this because it seemed right to all the people. So David assembled all Israel from the Shehor River in Egypt to Lebohamath to bring the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerahim. David and all Israel went to Bala of Judah, Kiriath-Jerahim, to bring up from there the ark of God the Lord who is enthroned between the cherubim, the ark that is called by the name. They moved the ark of God from Abinadab's house on a new cart with Usa and Ahio guiding it. David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God, with songs and with harps, lyres, timbrels, cymbals, and trumpets.
0: In 1 Chronicles chapter 13, verse 1, we find King David demonstrating that he is a very mature and wise leader, unlike his predecessor, King Saul. David, as the new king of Israel, had captured the city of Jerusalem. It was a neutral territory, and what he wanted to do was to unite the tribes of Israel, and Jerusalem would be their capital. He wanted to make it the political and religious center of Of Israel so he had a great big vision and one of the great and wise ideas that he had was to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem and the first thing we find David doing is something very wise and very smart the Bible says that he counseled with his officers he counseled with his commanders he gathered them around and he presented this idea what if we bring back the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. So a smart person, a wise person, will always seek the counsel and the input of others. Then the next thing that King David did that demonstrated his leadership, he was such a strategic person and God wants us to be strategic, is that he brought all the people together. He brought them all together in a very large assembly and he proposed the same idea to all of the people. Can we bring the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem? And he sent the message out to every mountain, to every valley, to every drive, tribe, to every people group. And the people responded overwhelmingly, yes, let's do it. So King David demonstrated great leadership here. He got the buy-in and the ownership of Of the people. So, this is good advice for us as pastors, for those of us as leaders or lay leaders. We many times come down from the mountain with a vision from God, a commandment, right? And we tell the people, this is the plan. But what David did is he went to the people with this idea and he got their ownership and their buy in. And the reason they needed to bring the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem is that for 20 years, the Ark of the Covenant was at the home of Abinadab. Saul had neglected the Ark of the Covenant. It was just in someone's house. And Abinadab's son, Eleazar, was protecting the Ark there in someone's home. So the people had not really worshipped with the Ark. The people hadn't really known how to bring the ark from point A to point B so they were very rusty and they were very new at this so what David did is he got a brand new cart they put the ark on this new cart and it was yoked by two cows and the bible says that two gentlemen one of them being Uzziah were helping to guide the ark back to Jerusalem And if you know a little bit about the Old Testament and the priestly customs, we know that the Ark of the Covenant was always carried by the priests on their shoulders. It wasn't wasn't moved on a cart pulled by cows. Now, who were the ones that had pulled this Ark on a cart with two cows? That's right. It was the Philistines. The Philistines, when they had captured the Ark of the Covenant, they were pulling it around with two cows and a cart. And every time they pulled the Ark into a Philistine city, the people would get sick and die. So here we are 20 years later, the people of Israel, they want the presence of God back in Jerusalem, back in Israel. They want to bring it back to the house of God, to where it belongs. But they're a little bit rusty. They don't know, they don't remember They didn't read the Torah. They didn't read the Old Testament. They didn't read Leviticus or Deuteronomy and find out the specifics on how to transport the Ark of the Covenant correctly. So at the beginning of uh, 1 Chronicles 13, uh, David does something very wise. He consults with his officers. He consults with his people. And then they bring the Ark, but they did not consult with the Torah. And they were moving the Ark incorrectly. Be that as it may... Uh, The final verse here, uh, verse 8 in our passage today, David and all the Israelites were celebrating with all their might before God with songs and with harps, lyres, timbrels, cymbals, and trumpets. This whole message, this whole study is about worship. It's about praising and worshiping God. It's about these people understanding that the mightiest, the most important, the most valuable thing that they have in their nation is the presence of God. It's not their armies. It's not uh, the amount of intelligent people that they have there. It's not their gold. It's not their silver. It's not their mighty cities. It's not the resources that they have, you know, petroleum or great wealth. The most important resource that they had was the presence of God, and they were inviting the presence of God back to Israel, which they had ignored for 20 years. So the question is for us today, how much do we hunger for God's presence? How much do we want God's presence in our lives? So let's conclude this study today. As we conclude our lesson today, let's remember that the people of Israel were renewing their commitment to God by bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem. The people of Israel for 20 years had ignored his presence. Uh, His presence was not as powerful in their lives as it should have been. And as a nation, they came together to worship, to pray, to praise God, to invite his presence back into their nation in a very special way. The application for you and I today is that this is a gentle reminder that it's important for each one of us every single day to invite God's presence into our lives. And when we sense that his presence isn't there, his presence is there. And when we sense that his presence isn't there, maybe there is something that we can do to invite his presence to be more real in our lives in a more powerful and real way because when God is present in our lives we have the victory we can overcome any issue and any situation so let's pray together and invite God's presence in our life in new and special ways Heavenly Father God we invite you into our lives we invite your presence in a more powerful way forgive us Lord for forgetting you at times forgive us Lord for being far from you at times uh, just like the people of Israel uh, ignored the Ark of the Covenant for over 20 years, forgive us in any way if we have not spent the time that we need to in you. So bless this time that we've had together, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. For a
1: 3